What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back. We are back to chat it up. Yep. At the KG Worship Corner. KG Worship Corner. We're I hope you are loving this. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it for sure. <laughs> Okay, so conversation today. Yeah, so um, I guess last time we wanted to kind of introduce to you guys what Cadence Generation is, where it came from, just the whole idea behind this and what our goals are. And um, and I guess we want to continue that a little bit more today. Uh, we didn't get as deep as we wanted to. Right. So let's just kind of give you a little bit more clarity um, about the purpose of Cadence Generation. Yes. So... Um, I thought to start this off with a, a conversation that I actually had with a musician um, on the other day. Okay. And so basically he and I were talking about just, you know, music and church and things like that. And so this guy, he, he's um, played music for a while. He started off playing drums. Um, he plays keyboard now. He um, didn't really grow up in church. He didn't have like a family or anything that was you know, in church, except like his grandma. So he's played for big names, you know, played drums for big names. He's played keys for big names in gospel. And so he's, he's used to, um, honing in on your skill and, you know, knowing the music just like it's played on the album, Mm -hmm. um, playing it down to the T. And so I asked him a question about his experiences and I said so would you say like what is a difference to you in playing for like secular artists on on secular stages and then playing for church Mm -hmm. and he said I never thought about that really he was like but honestly there is no difference Mm. and so major (laughs) that was huge right that's major um and and so i he went on to explain what he meant by that and uh he said well actually what we get paid for um as secular musician is to have the skill to emotionally manipulate people in such a way that causes them to spend money to enjoy themselves so that they can spend money and so he was like we do we we play the right sounds we do the right thing we be good enough to make people move and dance because they get hot (laughs) they're gonna go they're gonna buy drinks feel that beat all i want you to do is feel that beat feel the beat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so um he said if we don't do that we're not getting paid yeah and um and so he said it is the same thing with church Mm. he said we Mm. get paid for the same thing He said, Ooh, my job yeah. is to emotionally manipulate people in such a way that they enjoy the service mm-hmm. and they and people want to join this church because this music is on point, on fire. It, it's doing something to them. They want to give in the offering. And so he says, when I see people joining the church, when I see people giving in, you know, in an offering and being excited about that, mm-hmm. I know I'm doing my job and wow. I know I'm going to get paid. Monica, this is so loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Just that is so that. loaded with so much stuff. Just Ooh. that. And okay. so it was it was mm, a intense. pretty interesting conversation. It almost makes me uncomfortable. And I'm not even sure why, but <laughs> wow. 
to yeah. hear. So I'm sure if it makes me uncomfortable, and I know you're not even talking about me, other people have to feel some type of way with that honest expression. Very honest expression. That's very me. honest. And so he, um, he said, you know, I'm an employee. Mm. And he said, I know that sounds, you know, you know, kind of crazy to say, but he said, I didn't grow up in the church. And so me coming to play for the church was, you know, my grandma is the one that got me in church. And um, he's like, all I've ever experienced is preachers wanting to utilize me for the skill that I had. And so I've never been, I've never been a soul to anybody. I've never been a soul to a pastor. I've only been an employee. And he said that when I started to realize that that's what it was, never been then a I started to change my attitude about my approach. Well, I didn't approach it. Yep. I didn't approach it like, you know, oh, like this is about God. Ministry. I need to, Follow you know, God. change my life because this is about God. Like the typical way people think when it comes to church, you know, at first. But when I saw the way that people was treating me. So people have these different ideas about church musicians, church hopping, playing different places, or they live in any type of way, but they don't often talk about the way the church teaches and trains up these musicians. This is all we want from you. We don't really care about your soul. We just want you to get the people hype. We want you to get the people in the mood to give and yep. to join the church. So yep. we don't talk about that. We just talk about how church musicians look and their lifestyle and but oh, you know, if he's a church musician, he must be X Y Z. You know that you know if they play drums or they have a keyboardist, they must be X Y Z. But what about what we've fostered and what we've created? What kind of Absolutely. culture have we created as a church? Absolutely, I think that that's the main problem, right? You, you've. Um, the leaders have created the outlet for that. Mm. You know, they've created that approval. Mm. And so it's, I, I like to say, you know, whatever the head, whatever the chief allows, that's yes. what's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> accountability. Yeah, accountability. Yes. And so if they're, um, if, if all of their core values are not aligned with the word of God mm. in every piece and component of their ministry, then you're going to see that type of thing that's out of line with the word of God. These mm-hmm. pieces are people that are functioning in the church that don't align with true holiness. Absolutely. And so I think that that in it of itself gives us one of the reasons I thought it was the best way to explain a lot of where this passion comes from, yeah. you know, about, you know, raising up priests and, and, and helping people to realize who they are and that they're called with a purpose, mm-hmm. right? And because so many musicians, because of that, are hurting. Yeah. We, yeah. our conversation continued. That's true. That's so true. Yeah, our conversation continued with him talking about how, like, I want to live right. I, I feel like it'd be easier for me to, you know, live for God had not all of this happened in my life. And um, and I said, well. I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true, right? Because um, really, we are called to surrender ourselves to Christ in such a way that his righteousness, the power found in his righteousness overtakes our life and we yes. become conscious of purpose. Mm-hmm. We become conscious of like 
who we are really meant to be and not of all the other stuff. And so what he was trying to say is that his struggle was being so conscious of everything he's done wrong, everything that he's not, all the impossibilities of living right. And it's only because he's never been introduced to truth. Mm. And so all of these years spent playing for the church, playing, hurting, yes, bleeding, dying, but I'm making y'all sound good. I'm making y'all look good. Y'all don't even see that I'm actually secretly in pain over here. Yeah. And don't have the eyes to see or even the heart to really care that these musicians are actually hurting. So why is holiness important to the musicians? A lifestyle of holiness. I think a lifestyle of holiness and, you know, that's, that's a good question because I think that they would ask that same question. Like, (laughs) why does that matter? Right? Like, why? (laughs) Like I'm doing really well. Why all of a sudden you need that? (laughs) Why do I need it now? What do you ask me to do? That's almost the place we're in today Mm -hmm. is why do we need to do this now? Mm -hmm. We haven't been doing it and it, it blurs the lines Mm -hmm. so bad. And it's like, okay, what's the difference again? Mm -hmm. Between singing in church and singing, mm-hmm. why why can't I go why sing in the club? Like why can't deal? I do? What's the big deal? And so that is why it. is the separation necessary? Yeah, like I think we defame the name of mm. Christ. We defame the the purpose of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, to to say we sing Take away the power. Yeah, to say we sing and play the gospel without holiness, it has no power. Mm-hmm. And so hence. We see all of these like emotional now, dramatics. Now, say power. <laughs> I want you to go somewhere because there is a power in music alone. Yeah. Yes, you know. So people mistake that. Like I was telling you the other day, I watched a movie without um, really nice scores, and it was kind of whack. But then I watched a movie <laughs> with some really nice scores, and I was I was getting afraid, and I was getting fearful, and I was sad in different moments because music has power yes. alone by itself. So people mistake that for the power of Christ. Yes, you know, and it's really not the power of it's God. Really- it's just the power of music and yeah. I, me as a musician as a singer I have the ability to make you I can make you cry and God is not in it at all <laughs> you know Ooh, girl that girl can sing you know yeah. and I'm over here sleeping with XYZ right, you know right. because I can just sing really well I have the ability to bring you to this place you yes. know because you know where we all got it from where it all stemmed from you that's know? right Lucifer you know full of all these instruments inside of him he has the ability to draw you in and if we see it in the music industry all of these people with so many talents you yeah. know you're like wow they're so amazing well just like their father yeah you know was so amazing you yeah. know but talk about that the power of music versus the power of God yeah so the people confusing the two um I think one thing we had talked about was um I told him I said uh, musicians, singers—they—they they are musicians are prophetic by nature, mm. and so whether you prophesy, y'all, just, y'all, this is my sister. I have known her for over a decade, but she still takes me out. <laughs> Say that again. Don't just rush throwing no heavy stuff like that on us and just skip past it. She still take me. Out. I just passed out, y'all. Y'all can't see me, but I just passed out. Say it again. <laughs> so musicians are prophetic by prophetic nature. Prophetic by nature. It doesn't Woo. matter. And so that flow of the prophetic will come from light or darkness. Mm. Mm. We're called to prophesy. And, and music and stuff, like you That's said, so it, that alone has power. Music makes you vulnerable. It opens mm, you up in, yes. in a way that uh, a talking conversation you know about a certain topic won't mm-hmm. right but music will get you to open up and and 
just it makes you vulnerable mm. to letting something in. Yes. Right? Unchecked. Whatever that something is. <laughs> Unchecked. You don't even have to check it. It's just coming in. And so I and I believe that if we are to truly honor God, like we say, because we're quick to say that we, we know him, we love him. Mm-hmm. First giving honor Everybody's to Christian. him. Everybody's a Christian, right? Yes. First giving honor to him. Are you really Are you first really? giving honor to him? Because to honor somebody, to honor somebody is to truly walk in and carry on the things that they did. Yes. That's true honor. Yes. It's to is to is to walk in what they walked in and to take it to the next level. So mm-hmm. now when we talk about honoring Jesus mm-hmm. and honoring God, like that's a whole different <laughs> ball game. Like you don't just get to say first giving honor to God and that statement means you're giving honor to God. <laughs> Your life should actually give honor Your to life. God. Like yeah. that means I have to carry on the gospel. I have to carry yeah. on miracles. I have to carry on the purpose uh, which is to destroy the works of the These devil. These signs should follow you. Yeah, that's that's giving honor. That's giving him honor. <laughs> that's first giving Not just honor. Saying it. <laughs> right. And so, yeah. Why why we need holiness? Why we need holiness? Because if we're going to proclaim through music, through song, about a God, about a name who is supposed to save and is a is is good news. For the broken, mm-hmm. you know, for the hurting, yeah. to set the captive free, then none of that stuff is effective to do that if I have no true power right. through purity, through ho- the mm. holiness of God, mm. because I truly know him and give honor to him by walking in his ways. And so mm. now Girl. I defame his name. Yeah. I defame his glory. I almost make a curse the work, very work that he did, you know, by to die on the cross. It's like he needs to go again mm-hmm. because <laughs> something is off. He's going to crucify me again? Right. The and, first and, time wasn't good enough. And, you know, Paul said, God forbid. No, mm-hmm. we can't crucify him again. We defame his name just like, you know, just like Satan himself. Mm-hmm. Right? We become God a forbid. part of the works of that father yeah. like jesus constantly uh challenged the pharisees with yeah like you are of your father the devil mm. and they were doing all types of churchy works churchy works <laughs> the appearance of the appearance of i remember um a long time ago the lord was speaking to me when he was low-key forcing me to, to come to start singing publicly <laughs> but he was like you know come forward I have called you to do this I'm like no I'm good Lord he kept on, kept on saying come forward but as he was leading me I remember him teaching me you know in order for you to reach these people in in the back of the church throughout the ministry that same depth of purity has to be inside of you and he would teach me that over and over again you see people want this emotional reaction but I remember when I was a teenager and the power of God would come down so strong and this other young girl would be like I want I want that to happen for me when I get up and sing how you get up and sing everybody just fall out you know whatever and I would have to it would take me a lot of time to just explain that to her it's not anything of me it's no good of me but it's the depth of purity inside of you that's reaching them you know and the deeper you go in purity the further that it can reach out to other people. Yeah. So purity is power. Purity, purity is, is power. power for sure. And so, like, man, I, I mean, I know people who they just 
because of this, you know, no, no accountability, mm. you know, for being a priest, for serving in the house of God. Mm. I know like young guys who are playing every week. This is all they do is play in the church mm-hmm. and they curse. Mm-hmm. They also preach. Stepping on toes, Monica. This one guy was like, um, you know, he yeah. was telling me and I had been challenging him just about, you know, his life and, you know, it's just his walk with Christ. And, you know, we have such a tendency to resist people when they come at us like that because so many other people are just let us be comfortable doing whatever it is Absolutely. that we do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was like, well, you know why? Um, you, you don't need to be really releasing anything over these people. You know that like you, you're called to be a priest. You bring a curse to your own life mm. when you try to enter the presence of God unholy. Mm. In the old days, they died for that. Mm. And so death is still real, right? Yes. It's not physical, but it's it's a spiritual, spiritual death, death that begins to happen. And, and you begin to cut yourself off from the presence of God. You experience sickness, diseases, attacks that you cannot overcome because the enemy now has a legal right into your life wow. to wreak havoc because you keep trying to enter the presence of God illegally and mm-hmm. he knows the rules and you keep trying to break them. And he knows the rules. <laughs> and so, you know, like yeah. just trying to lead people into a place you're not even going, right? And he was just like, well, I, you know, I sing every Sunday and, and the people are really blessed by it and, you know, they're are like they? falling out and stuff like that. And I was like, well... Justin Bieber saying never would have made it Sunday at church and people were passing out. Mm-hmm. So what's okay, the what's the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? What mm-hmm. is the difference? I think if more, if, if nothing else, I want Kadish generation to be a, a, a place where we come and we define purpose to bring the difference. Yes. To bring the difference. So like no more blurred lines, but holiness. Make it very clear. Make it clear. I believe it's necessary in this end time to make it abundantly clear because there's so many blurred lines. People don't know who they are, what they stand for, what they believe anymore. Everything is everything. You know, everything is acceptable now. And to be sacred and holy, there must be a separation. There must be a notable difference. You want to talk about the um, mission? Yeah, so our goal and main mission is to just awaken people who have yet to realize their purpose of worship through arts and those who realize the gift but have misdirected their purpose are not even directed their purpose at all. Mm-hmm. So our desire is to just raise up an army of priests that grow into their spiritual reality and they want to help other people grow as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time. time.